Round one. Fight, 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 fight. Hi, hello, Wiffle Nation, and welcome to the 2023 NWA Tournament Team Preview Podcast Show, a.k.a. the NTTPPS. I'm your host, Carl Coffey. My guest host today is the legendary Sam Skibby. What's up, Sam? What's up, Carl? Thanks for having me, and I'm ready to talk some Wiffle as we're a week away from the NWA Tournament. We're doubling down once again, and I'm kind of pairing some leagues that have things in common. The two leagues today are Major League Wiffleball, all-Stars and the Wild and Wonderful Mothman. And Sam, you might be thinking, and one of these is a global phenomenon, and another one is pretty much unknown to anyone outside the NWA tournament world. Well, why am I combining these two? It's because they are no longer under the radar teams, and we'll get into that later, Sam. But do you understand what I'm saying? No longer under the radar? That's true. And uh, with the rosters we'll reveal, um, these guys definitely are coming to play in 2023. Bingo. So, before we jump into the year-by-year uh, year records, we just found out today the tournament's at 16 teams. Good job, committee. You did it. At the final hour, they got the magic number 16. Right, Sam? That's true. It's 16 is a great number. number. Four pools of four. There's been years where they've had more. There's been years where they've had less. But when you have 16, life is easy. It's a great number. Yeah. You don't have the weird death games or anything. So there's four new teams which is great. You need new blood. And yep. I've seen new teams come. Some stick around. Some try it out for a year. It's not for them. But two of them are from the Pittsburgh area, Baldwin and South Hill. And then there's a league in my home state, Bay City, mm-hmm. out of Michigan. And then one from your home state, yeah, NWA. So that's awesome, right? Yep. Young blood. Hope they stick around. Yeah, I'm excited to see some some new blood and some young, like you said. It's nice to get some young talent into the NW tournament so that maybe they stick around and stay for the future. Young talent. So listen, year-by-year record, and it's not going to be pretty when we look at these records, Sam Skibby. MLW, they've played in three tournaments, 19, 21, 22. They have a career record of 5-13. and 13. So while wonderful Wiffle, they kind of changed from Huntington. Uh, so they... We kind of adopted that record. Yep. They have a couple winning seasons or years in 14 and 18, but overall, the last two tournaments combined, they've won one game, and their overall record is 12 and 22. So you're looking at those records, you kind of just puked in your mouth a little, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's tough to look at, but you know, there's there's some promise to these squads uh, coming into this year. The past doesn't matter. No. Yeah, it's a new tournament. Yep. And wait till you see these rosters. Goodness gracious. So here's the opening new segment I have. It's called Did You Know, Sam? And did you know MLW has the fourth best lifetime batting average in tournament history for teams who have played three or more times? Did you know that? It's two, I did not know that. 272. So first would be uh, our friends from Washburn. Second would be Gall. Both of them are dead. And third place is you guys, Skibby. I'm not surprised there. Yeah. So these guys can hit. No one's shocked there, right? No. MLW is always using the yellow. They get that um, competitive, you know, spark using the yellow, and that's what they're used to. So uh, it doesn't surprise me, and they're a great hitting team. If they can put the pitching together, then they can make a run. So this next fellow I'm talking about, he may not be Sam Skibby or David Ayers, who've played every year, but I believe this is going to be Nate Cruz's 10th tournament. I think he started wow. in 2014, and it's his fifth team. If 
we're saying AWA and OCAWAA is too different. He he started out with Hudson Valley. He went to AWA. He won a title in 19. Then he did that weird thing with OCAWAA, whatever it's called. Then he played with yep. ECW last year. Now he's with WWW. No one's come close to this. I mean, Tom Gannon's played for a few a few teams in his time too. But listen, five teams. Nate Cruz, living legend, right? Yeah, I mean, Nate Cruz is one of the. I think he's one of four players that actually is eligible to win a championship with a second team. No, uh, no player has ever done it in the NWLA oh tournament. Um, obviously, you know, we talk about Washburn, but Regis Pollard, a name many of the OGs will remember. He played and won a championship with OCWA in 2016, but never got real close with Washburn. So, uh, But Nate Cruz has the opportunity, along with a couple other players this year, to win their second championship with a different team. The benefits of having Sam Skibby on, we have a historian. I, re- <laughs> I respect, respect that a lot. So here's the roster at MLW, and for the first time ever, Sam, they bring in eight guys. There's some years, but I think they had four. And it's cool to see them embrace this tournament. Yeah. These guys, they don't have to play in the NWA tournament. They have nothing to prove. And Kyle Schultz and Tommy Coughlin, they're both back after missing last year. Um, Coughlin, two years ago, he had four hits. Three of them were, were homers, so he swings yeah. a big bat. Jimmy Norp hit a rough year in the mound last year. I doubt he pitches this year. Nick Saylor, what can you say about this guy? Because I saw he had 16 hits last year, which was fourth in the tournament. What do you have to say about him? Nick Saylor is a game-changing bat. I've been saying it for many years now. Um, When we were in Indy for the first year, he raked. And the second year, I know they brought kind of a skeleton squad because the MLW was hosting a tournament in Oklahoma at the same time as the NWLA tournament in Indy. So they couldn't get a lot of the big names there, including Jordan Robles, who couldn't play for Maul last year, who was returning. But, um, yeah, Nick Saylor is the real deal, and I think he is a top-three hitter in this tournament currently. Look Hot take. That. Lock that in. Hot take theater. Caden Irwin, he's one of my guys. I had him on the Leroy podcast. Yep. WSCM guy. He has his own league now in, in Ohio. He also plays in MLW. Nicest kid I've ever met. And he might be their ace. I, yep. I really think he might just be their ace. It's not a deep pitching team. And then these last three guys. I don't know any of these guys. I'm sorry. You know MLW. Ryan Crock, Sawyer, Bean, and Casey yep. Bennett. Any, yeah. any any pitchers there? Oh, yeah. Ryan Cratched is um, one of the best pitchers. He won MVP in MLW last year. Uh, he is a great two-way player for the Preds, and he is going to probably be relied upon a little bit here. I know Kyle Schultz, though, I mean, he's the man, right? You know, when you think of MLW, you think of him, and he's going to be the guy I think they go to pitching-wise. Tommy Coughlin also got some pitching reps. Uh, especially when Kyle got hurt um, a couple years ago in the first year of Indy. But, yeah, Caden Irwin, I think, is a great get for them. Ryan Cratch, Sawyer Bean can also pitch. And I know Casey Bennett came last year. Um, don't remember if he pitched or not, but I know he was a, a big part of their team last year when they came with that skeleton squad, like I said, so he's back. These these two teams, and they're not under the radar anymore. These teams are loaded. Wait till you see this WWW yeah. roster, Sam Skibby. Yeah. The first two guys I'm mentioning, Jared Bull, Dan Potter, Mall legends, both big names in the Mall scenes. Yep. Potter, one of the better fielders. Um, what can you say about Jared Bull? Jared Bull is, you know, an Ironman on the mound. He has been pitching for the Yaks for years, and you know, the way too beautiful and the Yaks, you know, combined for the, you know, a, a, a mashup of sorts the past couple of years. And Jared Bull has been a name that's 
he he takes the ball. So I feel like this is a great get for WWW and Jerobel definitely going to be on the mound. I you got to believe um, to show his prowess. Eat some innings maybe in pool play. And Dan Potter, great hitter and like like I think we're going to talk about. He wants to prove it at NWA tournament too. Yeah. He he's been on Maul before and he's kind of just lost lost on that roster so he's going to get some more playing time here. We got Adrian Fink and and Connor Jaso. Connor with a K. Let's hope he can throw some Ks. Fink, he he pitched a big game in 2021. He beat the Twisted B, so he might be a pool play pitcher. I don't even know if they're doing pool play, but he you might see him in some of the early games, right? Yeah, the way Tom Gannon talks about Connor Jasso is like it's the second coming of Stephen Farkas, oh, a name you'll know. Um, so I I feel like he throws hard, and apparently from what Tom said, he throws a clean ball, so he could actually end up being their double elimination pitcher. Like the way that Tom talks about him. So, but it's always different, Carl. When you get to the tournament, you can practice all you want, but for some reason, the wind changes. No matter where we are. Every legend has to have an origin story. Has to have a first tournament. They have to come out of somewhere. Yep. You know, will he be a Farkas or a Tommy Loftus, or will he be someone who we pumped up and wet the bed? Who knows? But Maybe. I've never seen Connor spelled with a K. Is it an omen? That's all I know. Connor with a K. Of course, Tom Gannon's back. He uh, he can throw some big big innings for you. Solid number okay. two, number three option. Of course, we already talked Nate Cruz. He he has the title. He's the only one on either team with a title. And, you know, you could probably rely two two twenty five, two fifty 250 batting average, two, three home runs, and he is sure-handed in the field, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's, a, he's definitely a, he's a game-changing bat, game-changing uh, gold hands candidate. Um, he's been a multi-time fielder of the tournament on the fielding team before. And, yeah, he's got championship experience. Now, last podcast, Rudy Lyon was like, Colin Prentice is gone because we talked about Maul. And yeah. and I was like, okay, I guess he's not playing without realizing he's playing for this team and easily the best pitcher in WWW history. He was, oh, I yeah. think, Maul's best pitcher last year in, in the NWA tournament. He was. So he, was like, on the, uh, goodness. he was on the all-tournament pitching team, Colin Prentice I mean, was. And Maul yeah. let him go. He was the guy that came in. In double elimination against us when Sarnowski couldn't find it, and they had Colin come in, and Colin shut us down a little more. So um, it was it was surprising to see him go. But Carl, this is the Stompers team. This is the Maw Stompers, and Bryce, Colin, Nate, Tom—they all play for the Stompers. Yeah. So it's it's a great get. The Stompers are a great team. Um, so you know, Colin wanted to be with his guys. Bingo! And of course, Bryce Clark. He had a he had a rough tournament a couple years ago but he's the backbone in the face of www you know he's now you know we talked west virginia whiffle used to be josh smith now it's bryce clark he's the guy so it's his team but i love this roster you ready for three burning questions sam skibby i am carl coffee three burning questions the first one mlw hasn't come close to a 500 tournament and www lasted it five years ago and in the past you know both of these teams have been considered under the radar Maybe capable of making an upset or two, but never, ever, ever champion contender. Ever. You know, that's yeah. just silly. But, Sam Skibby, do any of these teams have a chance to actually make a legit run and play deep in the Sunday? I think both these teams have Ooh, a, a legit opportunity. You know, when you when you look at the, the pool play draw is going to be coming out soon, and I think a lot of the top-tier teams uh, do not want to see WWW in their bracket. 
and MLW is one of those deep teams that can be so surprising that they might catch some people off on pool play, and they could easily set themselves up in pool play, surprising some of those big-name teams and make a run into Sunday. So both of these teams can definitely make a deep run. You know, someone told me this WWE team is the Ma 1A team, but Ma is so deep, Sam Skibby, that even if it's true, that's not so bad. And when you have a, a league like Ma, who cares if it's the B team? And you say, yeah, it's the Stompers. It's the WWW Stompers. Well, that's what's the big deal about that? They have an ace now. They got Gannon. And I guess they have a uh, young stud in Connor with a K. Veterans yeah. in Cruz Potter, Bowling Clark. Like, okay, yeah. I, I was kind of concerned without knowing this Connor guy was a great pitcher. I thought maybe the pitching depth wasn't quite, quite there. But yeah. if you have three stud pitchers, yeah, that's all you need, right? It's uh, it's it's nice to have pitching depth, and especially somebody like Connor, they can maybe pitch him in an early pool play game, see what they have, and then use him later if need be. All right, as a uh, as a tournament creator with Chris Galloway, you remember those days? How strict it was to play in this tournament, and and Chris was very very strict, and I yep. just kind of followed Chris's lead as as did you, and writing articles and making sure yep. you were a legit league with a website and scheduled games, and if. If you did leave a league, you had to sit out a year. And, you know, I'm not going to shake my fist at the cloud like like an angry old man because I understand things change. And if you don't adjust, you get left in the dark and a tournament dies. I mean, last year there was 12 teams. You want to have a full tournament, and yeah. you do. So here's my question. Is it even worth questioning or complaining about, quote-unquote, free agency or league requirements anymore? Because, you know, we can kind of nitpick some of these these leagues like WWW and it's like, do they really belong here? Yeah, you you got to believe WWW, like you said, is kind of a maw, you know, 1A, 1B team. And it is, I believe they played quote unquote WW games on a maw weekend. Okay. So like they're, and you know what? It's more wiffle ball, and that's what we always look at. You know, when you and Carl, yes, or excuse me, you're Carl. You and Chris, when you started this, uh, you started this tournament, and you know, I definitely jumped on with Josh Smith and a few other people early on, Justin Tompkins, and we all kind of bought bought in to, you know, we want to make wiffle ball grow. That's why we required websites, we required those articles, we wanted to center more of the year around wiffle ball, not just this one tournament. But you know what? Websites are a thing of the past, Carl. I mean, it's it's the social media realm now. If you have an Instagram league, you know, there's people that just have one social media outlet and that's all they do and that's fine. And yeah, so it is loosened up definitely. It went from what, 10 games to 5 games, now it's at like 3 games and not so much, you know, having a lot of those requirements anymore, but in the end, we still want leagues to thrive and this is a league first tournament. It always has been and we want those leagues to thrive and come out. Yeah, we got to roll with the times. We have to evolve. Like the BlackBerry was the phone back in the day, right? And then it never changed. And who has a BlackBerry anymore, right? So yeah. if we never evolved, if if you never loosen up, and then the NBA tournament, the bread and butter is the format, is the format, yeah. the playing format, not really the rules. You know, if if also the NBA tournament <laughs> went to UF style, then it, then that wouldn't make any sense. No. It's still base running, clean, clean balls, ball. yellow bat. So yeah, those things yep. stay intact. The, the rules about players changing teams or league requirements, that's fine. No one's going to be upset. You have 16 leagues playing, and so, you know. 
I'm, yeah. gl- I'm glad to have you on for this question. There's always there's always give and take, right? You know, you want that you want the history of the league or the history of this tournament to kind of have that same mentality. But I think if leagues start bringing two teams, you know, you're starting to see a lot more like dirt coming from CCW. You know, you're starting to see South Hill, who I believe is part of Will. You know, you're starting to see kind of those and Ma and WWW, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You know, you're adding more wiffle ball to your schedule, and you're bringing out more players from your league. So I think it's something we can definitely move to. Uh, of course. All right, last burning question. Great to have you on, Sam Skibby, and I'm excited to see you play in your 12th NWA tournament. Can you believe 12 it? 12 and 12. <laughs> so okay so let's compare these two leagues mlw and www to teams from the past who either won it all who overachieved or, or or made a deep run you want to go first who does mlw remind you of so i got a, i got a good one for you carl you're gonna like this one mlw this year reminds me of maquan mm. from the year they got fourth or fifth place yeah 14 he had we had to eliminate them via walk-off, barely beating them to get to the third-place game, and they were all about the strategy. You know, they worked the walks. Yeah, they, did this, they didn't go for the long ball. They just went, and they had, you know, small ball, wiffle ball, and I feel like MLW is kind of in that zone where they can strategically beat some teams and maybe make a run into a top-four finish just like Maquan did back in the day. Ah uh, yes, that is a good, great throwback. That is a great throwback. So I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna remind, I'm gonna compare them both to, to past champions. I'm gonna go way, way out there, and and the only champion that MLW reminds me of is 2018 Will, because it's a close knit group of young players who are very offensive heavy whifflers, and their pitching. Will's pitching that year was average, yeah. maybe even below yeah. average, but they gave you eight nine runs a game. And they found a groove in DE, and they won it all. Like, yeah. you're telling me the the way that MLW can score runs, if you know, if their pitchers just limit the other teams to four or five runs a game, and they're scoring eight to nine a game, like Will did in 2018, why not, right? Yeah. It could happen. They got the team to do it. <laughs> WWW. Who do who do they remind you of from the past? You know, I'm gonna compare them to their. Ma brethren, mm. and I'm going to go the 2019 and 2020 Ma teams, both going four and three. I feel like that was the time where Ma was kind of getting their feet wet. They were kind of getting used to the clean ball. And some of these guys, they have played, obviously, in the NWLA tournament, but I think they're going to rely heavily on new players. You know, they were going to rely on Jared Bull, who's never played in this tournament. They're going to rely on Connor Jasso. And, you know, Dan Potter hasn't played in a long time. So maybe they played so much cut ball, no base running, big barrel they got to kind of work through some kinks before they get all started. And it's a brand-new team altogether. So I know the Stompers have played together, but, you know, it's been a lot of cup ball, been a lot of big barrel bat, no base running. So putting the pieces together, but I feel like it's going to be a, you know, fourth, fifth-place finish just like their Ma brethren from the 2019-2020 days going four and three. Perfect. I'm going with another champ, 2019 AWAA. A lot of people said, this isn't a league. It's a bunch. It's a free agent league. It's a bunch of dudes who just want to play <laughs> in a tournament. A comparison. And they formed a really solid squad led by Jimmy Cole and and uh, yeah, Kayvon and and many others. Just a well-rounded roster filled with studs, just like this WWW team. And yeah, you can kind of say the same thing. It's a free agent league. But at this point, like I just talked about, who cares anymore, right? Who cares? 
yeah, we'll see uh, how it goes, and it's uh, it's going to be a, an interesting and fun tournament and a lot of great teams, and there's about 13, 14 leagues that you could see possibly winning this thing. All right, before we say goodbye to if there was an NWA Tournament Hall of Fame, Sam Skibby would be a first battle Hall of Famer. Before we end it, Sam Skibby, out of these two leagues, if you had to... If you had to answer right now, who would ma- who's going to make a deeper run? Out of these two leagues? Mm-hmm. i got to go with WWW. Yeah. I think those guys have proven it. Um, you know, MLW, like you sh- you talked about earlier, um, records haven't showed it, always losing record. You kind of have to show it first. I say that, but then there's leagues like Maquan or even my own league. We mm-hmm. started out, um, we got last place in the first tournament, turned it around and got third place. So a lot of things can happen. And MLW is definitely putting their best foot forward, so I could see them making a run. But I got to go with the experience yeah. that WWW has. Same here, just because of one word: pitching, 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 pitching. But You're only as good as your number two pitcher, right, Carl? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, good memory. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> and man. now it's down. To, now it's like number three pitcher, though. So. All right. All right. So Sam, great to have you on. Maybe I'll have you on another show. We're we're five teams in. There's still nine more to. No wait. No no. Eleven more to talk about before we head over. I'll see you in a week, Sam Skibby. Thanks for coming on. Any last words? Nope. Thanks for doing these, Carl. Always good to have you pumping these out for the NWLA tournament. And excited to see everybody. And yeah, I'm sure I'll see you sometime this week to talk about some more. All right. So for Sam Skibby, I'm Carl Cup. We'll talk to you next time. See you.